Come on in, guys, because it's time for Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. Folks, it's a big night. We are here live at Adam and Emily's house. We're not. We're not live. We are live right now. This is as this is literally as happening as right is. now. <laughs> this is happening right now. <laughs> and that, we're live because it's the finale of Survivor the Amazon, its sixth season. And as is Outwatch tradition, we are here in the same room watching this episode together, reacting, rewatching, and what was the third one? Recapping. Recapping. Together in person. It's a grand, grand day. <laughs> Thanks, number one listener. <laughs> you can um, send us an email, outwatchpodcast at gmail.com, and send us your application for why you should be included in the live studio audience for next season. <laughs> <laughs> Better act quick, though. Better act quick. <laughs> I 100%. I want someone. <laughs> a I want a stranger up. to be here for this. No. <laughs> and this one person in the Emily's corner. Emily's shaking her head now. I'll get, we'll, get, we'll get some like like stadium seating behind us. It'll be. <laughs> Listen, Adam's brother is here and he's never listened and he's already startled. So. <laughs> uh, friend of the podcast, Michael, here from Dungeon Arcade fame. Um, but also joining me are our three other co hosts, whom. I will introduce to you now, in order from third place to first place in our fantasy surviving fantasy survivor rankings, which are also up in the air tonight. Somebody will go home with a Zeta Pledge Crown. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is <laughs> uh, first off, in third place with 320 points. Welcome to the show, Emily. Hey, thanks for having me here, <laughs> even though I'm just dead weight at this point. Not true. Not true. Do in, you in the Survivor? I think it's pretty close still. Do you Is remember it? do you remember your last surviving tribe member? <laughs> <laughs> we know right. No, I know it's Rob. Yeah, you're rolling yeah. with Rob. Obviously it's Rob. We normally have a list in front of us, but tonight we don't because yeah. <laughs> I have the screen. Because <laughs> Um, in second place, with 385 points, is Scott with Tribe Bangerang. Welcome to the show. Hello. It's happy. To, I'm happy to be here. It's happy to be here. It's and so good to finally here. see you guys in person. It's yes. really good, yeah. isn't it? Wow. <laughs> Never actually seen you guys before. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we've played, we've done this two other times, but... <laughs> the only time we ever see each other. Uh, Scott, you're rolling with Jenna coming into here to the finale. How are you feeling about your chances? I am feeling confident... Because we're playing for the Zeta Pledge Crown. Indeed and we are. I feel, I feel that, that energy tonight. I feel <laughs> like it's going to carry me home. Channel the Zeta Pledge Crown. Yeah. And in first place with 410 points, if you're keeping track at home, that's a 25-point lead, is Adam and the Believe in Yourself and Aliens tribe. Welcome to the show. Oh, uh, it's so good to be here. So proud of him. I'm so proud of being in first place. <laughs> he looks real cocky over there. Yeah, he Here's he the thing. I know I, have, I know I have Butch. And someone else, and I don't know who it is. It's the other one of the four players who are left in the game that we haven't. Oh, is it Matthew? Yes, Matthew, yes. yeah. I like I like my team. Is what I'm. <laughs> you did not though, like three episodes. Ago. I, no, 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 I didn't. You're right. You're holding us accountable. I, I was trying to no, trade no, no. every single one. Everyone listener, no, no. bringing us back to the here's, truth. Here's what I would say. I, I, I mean, I mean, I like the people that are on my yeah, team. Yeah, you chose for a reason. I have no issue with the people that I chose at any point during this game. They were a terrifying team to have yeah. a majority of the game. Yeah. I'm glad that your namesake, Butch, uh, the, yeah. the inspiration for your team name is still here. Even though his banner did not survive the Great Fire. Yeah. Um, it didn't he, believe in itself hard enough. So let's really quickly uh, break down what's going to happen tonight. Like we do for every live finale, we are going to watch the episode live. And during the commercial breaks, we're going to pause the episode and talk through what just happened. So the format's going to be a little different than our normal pod. Um, so we'll we'll be reacting live in the moment here together. And at the end of the night, we will crown the champion, not only of Survivor the Amazon, but perhaps more importantly, this season of Fantasy Survivor. Uh, brief reminder of who we've got left in the game. It's a final four at the finale, as is old school tradition. And we're working with Matthew, Butch, Rob, and Jenna. 
Um, the most recent casualty was uh, Heidi. Heidi, yeah. Heidi just voted out. Um, and we'll see how everybody comes down from that big move. Before we start the episodes, let's get on record here with our pre-episode predictions for who we expect to come away as the champion of Survivor the Amazon. Adam, if you have to put up a guess, mm. who would you put your money on tonight? I, I think Rob is a really strong choice. I just, I, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Rob. I know he has a lot of controversy surrounding the way he's played the game, mm -hmm. but he has played it the best. So I'm going to Rob. Rob. Emily, what do you think? Well, you know what they say, believe in yourself. So I'm going to go with Rob. I think I go with Butch. <laughs> <laughs> believe in me. <laughs> Scott? Um, I'm going to go with Matthew, okay. just to be a contrarian. Matthew. Play I think it's a good pick. He's I, a, got the physical threat. We'll see what yeah. happens. Matthew's stock has risen a lot, a lot in the last really? two yeah. or three episodes. Yeah. And yeah. Rob may have made enough people angry. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's his big thing. Is yeah. He has to overcome that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we've properly set up what's going to happen tonight. So without further ado, why don't we fire the episode? All right. We just watched the first bit of the finale uh, we got some recap action, um, then the tribe gets back after Tribal, and it's, it's clear to everyone, it seems, that Jenna's the person who will be voted out at the following Tribal Council, but then, as a major twist, Jenna wins the immunity challenge. Let's go! <laughs> it's just terrible. Tribe bangerangs, lone member will survive another Tribal leaving Rob, Butch, and Matthew vulnerable to elimination. Uh, Scott, what, what are you feeling knowing that Jenna has secured herself a place in the final three? I'm feeling more hopeful than I was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously it's good. You want, at this point, just racking up points. She's all I got, so the better yeah. she does today, hopefully that means I can win and pull off the comeback, so I'm... I'm Excited. Hopefully this continues. <laughs> Emily, would you paint a picture of this challenge to our listeners at home? How did this challenge, what, what was the, uh, the structure of the challenge? Did we talk about it at all? Did we say it was a maze? Mm -mm. No. Okay, so here's what's happening. It's a maze. There are... <laughs> it's a maze. It's I love maze. it. It's amazing. <laughs> no. Um, there are four necklaces that everyone needs to collect. One is earth, one is wind, one is fire, one is water. And they're all blindfolded as they try and work through the maze and get one of each necklace and make it to the center. And they look obviously like they're blindfolded. There's a lot of uh, shots of Butch just at dead ends. <laughs> you yeah. think he would have figured out it was a dead end, but no, he stays there for quite a long time just holding his hands out, touching the walls, really Poor getting Butch. a feel for where he is. <laughs> just really wanted to make sure he never came to that dead end again. Yeah, yeah. came one with the course. <laughs> yeah. Jenna just flew through it, though. Yeah, it really wasn't close, right? Like, I, yeah. Matthew didn't have his fourth by the time that she got there, right? Right. right. So Yeah, Matthew was on the hunt for his fourth. And yeah. He, never, he, was, he was in the right region, but... Yeah. So we, we talked a lot going into this about how Matthew is such a challenge beast, um, but it, it fails him in, in this juncture, at least, yeah. with uh, Jenna... Getting the victory. So going into this tribal council now, Jenna's safe, and now it looks like the three men have to eat one of their own. Um, Adam, how do you foresee this tribal council shaking out? You know, I can see them going after Matt. Uh, I, he's such a strong physical threat. Like we were talking about um, whether that was on air or off air. He's he's so strong, and so if he makes it to and I know, like, old Survivor, it's usually, like, uh, an endurance challenge of some kind. So, like, if he makes it to an endurance challenge, he's probably winning immunity going to the final two. Mm -hmm. So if you want to head that off, the right move is to get rid of Matt. Yeah. But, I mean, Rob has ticked some people off. Mm -hmm. Butch is an easy target. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah, I think you could make an argument for just about any of them yeah. at this point. Yeah, like... The interesting thing about Matthew is, like, I think as viewers, we're led to not know what to do with him as far as, like, a final tribal council performer, you know? Because, right. like, 
for 90% of the game, Rob's dragging him along as, like, the goat. But then in these last two or three episodes, um, yeah, it's like he's his stock has risen a lot. Rob is starting to voice doubts about whether it's wise to take him to the end anymore. So, yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Um, Scott, do you have any predictions going into this tribal council? Um... I feel like it's going to be Matt. I feel like Rob has kind of got Butch mm-hmm. kind of wrapped around his finger, more or less. I feel like Rob will be persuasive, <coughs> and I think Rob survives to another round. I think Matt goes home. Wrapped him. around his fingers, which are still against the dead end. Feeling <laughs> for a way out. That's the thing. If this was any other season of Survivor, like you would see Rob go home here. Like this mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. it's such a tactical, yeah. easy thing to pull off by any player to get Rob out. Mm-hmm. But there's just such a lack of strategy in this yeah. that it's so difficult to see them actually getting rid of Rob. Yeah. Yeah, and we've like through this whole season, like we have seen like Butch and Matthew especially like trade their agency like away to Rob right. and just like allow yeah. him to tell them what to do so yeah. will they break free of that we shall see anything else to add from that last bit that we just watched before we start the next segment I said it off air twice I'll say it on air once I love a blindfolded maze challenge mm. yes <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of things to bump into though usually there's they like yeah. things like at knee level, just so that you like get table topped. Yeah, yeah, I None hate of that. that. This time. The turnstile maze in the last season that we did was yeah. amazing. Yeah, like that really is good. a maze. Mm. It's probably my favorite, my favorite <laughs> challenge, like yeah. for sure. But this this was a good one still. It is. And it was muddy time. and gross. Yeah. All right, great. Well, let's start the next part of the episode. Okay, and we're back, having just watched the first Tribal Council of this episode, whereby, in a vote of three to one, Butch was eliminated from Survivor, the taking home the fourth place trophy, if such a thing exists. Um, this, I, I think, was unexpected, based on how y'all reacted, um... Adam, you lost one of your final two members. Well, did you see this coming? I mean, I thought it was possible. I don't feel like it was a smart... I don't feel like the decision was between the right two people, is where I'm at. Yeah. Like, I, I, think, it, I think Rob was on the chopping block for a minute there, and I think that makes sense. I don't think it makes sense to get rid of Butch, though. Like, he hasn't done anything. Why are you laughing at me? You sound, you sound like the Will Ferrell SNL. <laughs> if the moon were made of <laughs> <laughs> It's an easy question, <laughs> Sarah. It's an easy question. You do sound the like yourself. Would you eat it? Would you eat it? <laughs> That's why my How friends call me twins? whiskers. <laughs> curious, like, hey. I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm folks. so glad we got to call that. False. I couldn't even listen to what you were saying. <laughs> I have no idea what you said. I did not realize I sounded so differently. <laughs> Which I loved it. It's just the truth. Oh, goodness. Matthew goes home here. <clears throat> Sorry, Butch goes home here. Not Matthew. I uh, mixed up Adam's remaining two tribe members. Um, Adam's breaking chairs. It's all right. We're good. Um, Nothing's new here. Adam, <laughs> would you do the honorable thing and eulogize Butch's game here mm-hmm. as he Butch. takes home fourth place? You know, Butch might not have played the best survivor game, but he's probably played, played one of the best human games mm-hmm. we've seen mm-hmm. of a survivor contestant. He really taught us to believe in ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really drove the, the, the women and really include, included Christy. Mm-hmm. Yes. A really big get. He was the... Uh, of the grandpa of the sorts of the uh, of the survivor tribes, really just all around good guy. He deserved to be there. He's the reason that they alert if you have a high risk of forest fire. It's true. Mm. That's why Smokey the Bear has a job. Yeah, yeah. actually, <laughs> Smokey the Bear in his office is like enemy number one. Butch is there too. Wild. 
You know, Butch was originally the mascot for the National Wildlife <laughs> Service or whatever it is. And then they replaced him with a bear. Uh, maybe the most interesting thing to come of this segment was the secret alliance between Matthew and, um, and Jenna, whereby Matthew approaches her and says, hey, if you vote Butch out instead of Rob tonight, I promise to take you with me to the final two if I win, if you promise to take me with you if you win. Mm. Interesting strategy. Um, <clears throat> for, for both Jenna and Butch, or sorry, Jenna and Matthew, uh, do you think this is a good move on their part um, if they do lock into this? Scott, what do you think about the secret alliance? Well, as composed to the other not-secret alliances. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I think for Matt, in theory, it's probably a good move to take Jenna because Rob is very, I mean, assuming there's no like, you know, super like vindictive jury or, you know, I think Jenna's probably the one to take because I feel like Rob's done more and people know that. Mm -hmm. Um, however, for Jenna, I mean, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's. She's gonna. I feel like she's gonna be the underdog, quote unquote, in whoever she's with if she sure. gets to the final two. So it could also just be a sort of thing where no one really thought that she'd make it to the final, and so the fact that she made it to the final might like say to people, "Oh yeah, like she deserves to win." Like yeah. she was an underdog the whole time. Like this yeah. is just always the hardest part of this podcast is when we're trying to predict the jury. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. so like, you have no idea. The yeah. human element's hard to read. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you can read into a lot of like the the relationships that existed, but then also there's so much that like you don't see on the camera. Like these yeah. people spent thirty seven days together, you mm-hmm. know. Like there's a lot that goes on there that you don't see. Yeah. Who did Dina have the best relationship with? She and Rob had a good um, like they had an alliance for most of the game. But Rob was the one who stabbed her in the back. Yeah, Rob's the one who did. But here's right? the thing that I was just thinking about too is so I honestly forget. Like, when people join the jury, I mm-hmm. kind of forget where they left off in the game, but yeah. they are still going to tribal council and seeing players mm-hmm. and hearing what they have to say as they're going yeah. through the game. So I wonder, like, mm-hmm. for example, for Dina, probably really mad at Rob, right. but as she's seeing him move through this game, like, maybe she kind of removes herself a bit and sees him as a strategic player. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of factors that's hard for us yeah. to kind of determine... Well, yeah, and, and that's outside. That's yeah. the question is like how good are you is the jury member at moving beyond like this person screwed me out of winning a million dollars and into okay, I've lost. Who deserves to win now? Mm-hmm. Like that's it's such a hard like question of like right. who is yeah. who is able to move on and especially the longer you're in like Alex, yeah. like mm-hmm. I think I think he genuinely hates Rob now. Like I don't think that like Yeah. I don't think that Rob will ever win his vote. But I could see Dina, absolutely, being mm-hmm. like, you know what? Like, I get the move. It was a great move. Like, it screwed me, but it was a good move. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I was literally about to say, the longer you're probably in the jury, the less kind of, like, bitter you are. Yeah. And yeah. you're able to move past it probably better. Yeah, yeah, like, imagine, you know, if it's, like, Rob that goes out here at Final Four, like, thinking, like, he's in the catbird seat to use a <laughs> Jeff Probstism. Yeah. And then you get the game, like, swept out from under you like that, you're probably, like, bitter at this point thinking like i should be there you yeah. know i deserve it yeah 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 that's a good point yeah yeah interesting stretch here um and now we're down to our final three being matthew rob and jenna one representative from each of the three fantasy tribes everybody's Ooh. still in it guys remember that you get you get 10 points for every vote at final tribal i mean mm. there's a possible, I think, nine votes up for grabs, or 90 points, that is. So it's anyone anyone's game still. Um, before we get into a points update, anything else from that sequence that is worth talking about? I guess we didn't really talk about why they did vote out Butch. Um, that was a thing, like, as it was happening, the chatter was like, why vote out Butch? He seems like somebody you can beat easily, you know? They seem very focused on, uh, like, who deserves to be here now for some reason. Yeah. Um, which I guess, like, if you're trying to decide who deserves to be here, like, whatever that means, like, um, 
I don't know that Jenna's done that much. Like, I, I don't feel like... And, and Butch does so much around the camp and, like, everything like that. So I, I don't see how we're, like, how they're seeing it. But it's also probably this sort of, like, well, it's not me, so I don't care, like, kind of yeah. thing. And this is my reasoning, so... <coughs> yeah, it's, like, early Survivor, like, kind of move, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like in today's game, they'd be like, forget it, Butch is mm-hmm. my guy. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and especially, like, you're making, you have to make a case to the jury for why you deserve a million dollars over the person sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. really, what has Butch done in the game? Like, yeah. he can argue, like, I was a provider, I built the, I, I built the dock, and I caught fish, and that, at the end of the day, like, he had no hand in voting anyone out. Like, that mm-hmm. makes so much sense to sit next to that person. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Fishback, Survivor Legend, has said that from season to season, it, like, varies why exactly the jury votes for a certain person but the one thing that is always consistent is that the jury members have to feel good about the person that they vote to win whether that's because it's like a good person it's a combination of all these things right like they like them as a person they're like real life is such that like they would use the money like well and they like played a good game or whatever it's a combination Mm -hmm. of any sort of things but like the bottom line is that the person they have to feel good about voting for the person to win, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like that could be for some people, it's like, yeah, Butch is a really great guy. He is an inspirational person. I'd love for him to win, you know. For somebody else, it could mm-hmm. be that like Rob played a great game that like I'm proud to have represent my season, you know. And so, yeah. Yeah. it's tough to figure out what the reason is, but they just have to feel good about it. Well, I mean, if anyone asks, if anyone asks. Uh, you know, what are you going to do with a million dollars? Yeah. Like, Butch's answer is, I'm going to use it to help outdoor adventure kids. Yeah. Like, that's a hard thing to, like... Yeah. To, to look yeah. at and be like, you know what, I'm going to... going to buy a lobster dinner? Like, I, like what's, you know... Like, <laughs> yeah. what is Rob going to do with it? Like, like you know... Johnny Fairplay answer. Yeah. If, I don't, he never gave that answer, but that's probably what he would say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah, it's... It, it is. Like, it's, you know... Mm-hmm. We're... It's, all, it's always hard to predict a jury. Yeah. That's a really good point. And, like, there's been a... I was, like, um... I have, like, seen examples of this recently for whatever reason. But, like... So, Rupert, like, never wins Survivor, right? But he uh, won, like, a fan vote and won, like, a million dollars that way. Mm-hmm. And he, like, used it to start, like, a nonprofit organization that, like, still exists, you know? Yeah. It's, like, a cool thing. And then... Uh, I'll, I'll spoil a season that we're not probably ever going to watch. Um, spoilers for Survivor Africa. Is this... Yeah, we're not, we're almost never going to watch this one. Spoilers for Survivor Africa. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want it. Um. (laughs) If you're going to go back and binge watch. Yeah, Survivor Africa. Season three. Uh, when Ethan wins Survivor Africa, that's third season, he talks about how, like, this experience here has made him, he's like a, like a soccer coach or something. It's made, makes him want to like use soccer to like start some sort of like nonprofit to like help kids or whatever. And he creates this organization called Grassroots Soccer that now has raised like, like hundreds of millions of dollars for things. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's like, like just dope to like think about, first of all, that like this guy used this money for like a really good purpose that has done like a lot of good but yeah if you can get to the end and like say that and mean it like that has to play a factor too so yeah Ethan's a wonderful winner but that season is just not a great season <laughs> alright um, let's do a quick points update unless there's anything else from that that part that we want to talk about wonderful okay um in that section of the episode, Jenna won immunity, also voted correctly and survived. So that's an extra 20 points for Tribe Bangarang. Yeah. Uh, Emily got 10 points from Rob. Adam got 10 points from Matthew and zero for Butch. And now our points total is Emily's in third place with 330 points. In second place still is Tribe Bangarang with 405 and a slimmer lead at 420 points, 420 blaze it, <laughs> is try Believe in Yourself and Aliens with a 15-point lead coming into the home stretch. Lost our namesake. Butch is gone. 
Um, How many points am I at? Five. Fifteen. 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 I feel like it's going to be close. I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Well, I, <laughs> we both need to get someone in the final. I know. Okay, so it's like... I know. 3.30. <laughs> True. All right, let's, uh, can grab let's keep going. If she's got the winner. Then. Whoa! 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 We just watched the next bit of this episode, the immunity challenge, and the second tribal council of the episode... Uh, the, the rundown is this. Jenna won the final immunity challenge, which was an endurance competition, and then had the choice to take either Rob or Matthew to the end, and with her one vote, she cast it for Rob, who was voted out, and a hair shy of making it to the final tribal council. Emily, your final team member has been eliminated what what happened what happened to rob why <laughs> why was he not taken to the end because jenna got immunity and jenna doesn't <laughs> like him she it's interesting because she even had this little speech before she voted and she was like i don't you know i don't want to make the easy choice i'd rather actually win against my biggest competition but i think all of that was her saying F you, Rob. I don't want you to win. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. That's what I think. Uh, Emily, would you paint a picture of Rob's game um, for which he is so well known? What What was the name of his game? Eulogize uh, his time out here in the Amazon. Sure. I think Rob was the ringleader for a lot of this game. As he said earlier in this episode, he feels lucky because when he needed to zig, he zigged, and when he needed to zag, he zagged, and yeah. I think that that is really what he did. He was kind of, he was just very opportunistic, mm. and at times would make people mad, and I think ultimately that was kind of his downfall, because I do believe that that Jenna just didn't want him mm. to be in the final, but overall, I think he played a risky game that we didn't really see from a lot of other players. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point, and that from a strategic perspective, he did he really do anything wrong from a pure strategy perspective? Probably not, but from the social perspective of getting the people to want to take you along, maybe that's where he failed. Mm -hmm. So I um I forgot that the like the sequence of this happened the way that it does, where they go straight from the challenge to tribal. I feel like Rob really got gypped by that. Because I think that if Rob gets the chance to go back to camp and, like, pitch to Jenna why she should take him instead. He, his odds go way up of being able to out-talk Matthew, you know, in convincing her to take him to the end. I don't know what, if, if that's enough to change her mind, but I think that um, he definitely has a better shot. Yeah, I mean... The problem with that is Matt will always would be there and he'd be like, hey, we had an agreement. Like, I would have taken yeah. you. Yeah. So, like, there's this other, like, guilt half of that. But Rob's whole appeal is, hey, everyone hates me. Mm -hmm. Like, you should take me. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, that's kind of a hard thing to pass up, too. I think, I think you're right. I think it increases <laughs> his chances, but I don't know that it actually changes anything. She really didn't like Rob again. Yeah. Uh, how big of a factor do you think that hashtag secret alliance <clears throat> was in Jenna's decision-making here? I think of the people left, Jenna was probably the one person who is most likely to adhere to that alliance. Um, I mean, Rob's super opportunistic, and it's worked for him. He's gotten as far as he has in the game. Matt, he, I could see him being like, you know what, Like, I agree to this, I'm going to do it, but also I could see him being like, Rob's been my boy the whole game. I'm yeah. taking Rob. Like, that's just done. Jenna doesn't like Rob anyway, has, you know, this, she's, she's made it known that she thinks it's really shady the way that Rob has promised this and then not done this. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like hypocritical of her to promise this and not do it. I, I think it plays a huge factor yeah. for Jenna in particular. Yeah. Another part of, <clears throat> of the sequence that was interesting was that uh, we get a confessional from Matthew saying that he 
thinks maybe he should throw this challenge so that whoever is voted out by the winner doesn't resent Matthew for not taking him. Um, and he is out first, like well before uh, everyone else. And so we can speculate on whether he did that on purpose or not at this point. Um, uh, Scott, if this was Matthew's strategy, do you think that now that we can be results-oriented and see that he was taken, was this a smart move for him to throw the challenge, if indeed that is what he did? I mean, <clears throat> I don't see how it isn't a good thing for him, because, yeah, he, literally if that was what he was going for, it, it worked, because he doesn't have to say, like, yeah, I voted Rob out or I voted yeah. Jen out. So we'll see if it winds up working out and if he wins or not, but mm -hmm. he truly doesn't have to say that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to break promise with anybody now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we've got Matthew and Jenna as the final two. Uh, I think an unlikely pair if you run this back to the beginning of this <laughs> podcast. I don't think that anybody would have chosen these two as two to make it deep um, in the game. Matthew was um, picked, what, like one, two three, four, five, sixth, I believe, overall by Adam. And he then was down there. I think he was my third pick. He was your second pick. Or my second pick. And then Jenna was Scott's third pick, so not high on the draft board. Um, yeah. We got a lot of value out of those picks. We really did. You did. You <laughs> really? Did. Yeah, a lot of draft capital went into that pick. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this what's wrong with your game? Is you don't understand, like, drafting strategies? <laughs> <laughs> Emily, as the neutral observer now, uh, maybe not neutral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emily, Emily is now rooting for the person who voted her team out of the race. Right? Because you're on Jenna's side now. Correct. Yeah. So this isn't this isn't about your team even. This is about my three P. Five banger rain welcomes all. <laughs> the bandwagon is open. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we haven't seen final tribal council performances, which is always a big factor in the vote. Um, but at this point, who do you think comes out on top between Jenna and Matthew? Pre-final tribal. Oh my gosh, that's actually very difficult. I think because I think. Both of them can argue that they have really played this game. They haven't been necessarily the leaders in it, but they've been strategic in the way that they've followed those leaders, especially Matthew in these past, well, in these past couple of sequences in this show, um, this episode itself, he's come out and said some very strategic things that I feel like he's just been sitting on because he's been just riding with Rob this whole time. So I think he's been, you know, I think he's been made out to be kind of a dumb dumb just moving forward <laughs> doing whatever Rob wants but I don't think that's really how he was playing mm -hmm. and I think and that's what we've talked about in previous episodes too with Jenna is she's kind of playing like the lol I'm a girl like whatever but she's playing that to her advantage so I think both of them have got a good shot of winning mm -hmm. that's my very long and diplomatic way of saying I'm not sure yeah it's really interesting from uh <clears throat> going into the the fantasy score breakdown now um, Emily, with Rob being eliminated here, your final tally is going to be 330 points. Um, and then Adam receiving five points from Matthew because he survived but did not cast a vote, therefore could not vote correctly. Um, and then Scott gaining 20 points from Jenna, who voted correctly, survived, and won individual immunity. We're at a deadlock tie at 425, meaning that the winner of Survivor will be the winner of, of our fantasy survival. Even more wild is that Matthew and Jenna have equal individual points totals. Are you serious? Of course the season. That's awesome! So, uh, both have earned 170 points, which is the most of anyone. <clears throat> and so from, if you're looking just at the numbers, we're at a yeah. virtual deadlock here. But that's the thing, like, we've, we've criticized Jenna about the, the, the roles that she's played in this game. But, like, Matt, like, she has the same score as Matt, yeah. which means she's won immunity, she has yeah. voted correctly, she's made it through, like, critical moments. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, like that's that's really cool actually. Yeah. Like shows that she's played too. Is this yeah. what it's like to like stats in sports? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I didn't. I've never really understood stats, but I think I do now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we are approaching the end of this season. Um, I think we still have the walk down memory lane sequence, which we will surely fast forward through. Oh no, we'll yeah. pause afterwards. We'll do a quick, no. quick little recap of everyone. <laughs> We eulogize every single person. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys remember Daniel. Kind <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't walk across the balance beam to save his life. Oh, like, yeah, struggle. Gosh. <laughs> All right, we're at the home stretch now, folks. We'll see you after this next part of the episode. <laughs> folks, folks, we are not well. <laughs> we're not well. We just watched. <clears throat> we just watched Final Tribal. <laughs> what a crap show, as Jenna would say. <clears throat> I don't even know where to begin. Um, we we watched through Final Tribal. We've seen everything but the votes. Um, and I think it's safe to say that just across the board, just a bad showing from everyone involved. Does anybody, um, anyone think differently about how that went? <laughs> I, I think Heidi had a really good question. Yeah. She just didn't end it well. The problem was she was looking for an answer. And that the, was hilarious. Anybody <laughs> else? Because Heidi's question was, uh, uh, does, does anyone sitting on the jury to be, deserve to be in your seat more than you do? Yeah. And that's a really good question because it really, like, it, it, it tells, it, it, it tells the, the jury how they think the game should be judged. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could easily look at her and say, you know what, like, I don't even know what that means because I'm sitting here, which means I deserve to be here. And you, like, no one on the jury made it here, so no one deserves to be here more than me because I made it. Like, you know, you could easily say something like that, and that's a valid, like, answer. Or you could be like, you know, Rob deserves, he was super strategic. The problem was Heidi wanted someone to say that Heidi deserved to be there more than Jenna. <laughs> yeah, they both said Rob, and then she was like, so like anyone else... Is there anyone else that you think that was, like did yeah, a really good job? That's right. <laughs> and Jeff's like, I think they're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. The question I thought was more interesting was, or maybe the only interesting question based on how that one played out, was um, talk about why the other person doesn't yeah. deserve it. Uh -huh. I think that was helpful because whenever when both of them gave their opening statements, I was so underwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Jenna started and she basically said. Yeah, I just kind of trust you that you know what to do. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah. That was all she said. Yeah. And Matthew didn't say much else. He was like, yeah, that also, I did some fishing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> like honesty, integrity, fishing. Like, I don't know what else you want from me. Yeah, I, have... I felt like they gave better answers to the question of why does the other person, why is the other person less deserving? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then we had some equally petty questions. Oh, yes. yes. For sure. For like, sure. I don't, like, basically the rest of them all honestly were either really petty or really dumb yeah. questions. Yeah. Like Dina's question, like... Uh, what, I don't oh, Dina, Dina asked Matthew, like, why he said that, like, may the best man win or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, which, like, I understand where she's coming from, but also <laughs> it's, like, a really wild interpretation of that phrase. Sure. Like, I, you know, I, I understand what she's saying there. That, well, like, what the she's assumption getting at is that you yeah. were being really arrogant, thinking that your alliance was going to make it and... But the problem is that phrase is literally like, I mean, the best man, it's like, but just he because he didn't say it. person. No, no, no. Like, he meant it in terms of the alliance of men. I don't think he did. He yes, did. that I was the implication. Yes. I think he did. Yes. When, did he, when did he say it, though? He, I don't know, but that was right the implication. before they, like, came back, like. Yeah, go. No, okay. no, no, no. You remember, you remember, you remember what happened. Yeah, so, so like, it was right. It, so it was the three of them and Jenna, and he said, may the best man win. Like, right after, like, it was about to be, like, it was going to decide, yeah, there, he, like, knew that she was not going to win, he knew yeah. that she was not going to win the immunity. Yeah, and at the beginning of this episode, I think we talked about this, Jenna was like, hey, guys, like, thanks so much, loved playing with you, I know I'm going home. Uh -huh. Like, it was just an implication, and he admitted to that, too. He wasn't yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry you took it that way, like, mm -hmm. I didn't mean it that way. He was like, yeah, I thought we were in it, like, yeah. I thought we had a yeah. lesson. So, 
just going off that. That's fair. I just, I don't know. Like, I think that's that's fair, and that's probably right. My, when I hear May the Best Man win, my instinct is not that someone is saying, like, oh, we're excluding women. Right. And and I I, I think, like, if <laughs> Rob had said that, or if, <laughs> I know I know what you're saying. I know like, what you're saying. I, I, think, I think if, like, Rob had said that, I would have been like, yeah, no, that's what he meant. Like, he meant May the Best Man win, like, Jenna's gone. But, like, Matt, like... Of anyone in this game who's going to be a chauvinist, is Matt really the person that we're going to accuse of this? Well, yeah, I just think the point was he yeah. didn't give Dina a fair shake. And that's fair. And that's, a, and, that's a, and that's a fair thing for Dina to bring up. Right. Also, I think it's easy to say as a man, yeah. you think May the Best Man win means everybody. But as a woman, when you hear it, yeah. you feel excluded. No, and that's, that's yeah. And that's, in this situation, they weren't even talking about her. True. Right. So yeah. it's double. Right, right. Yeah, which They're I think both is, there. yeah. Here's my question. Most of these questions that the jury asked were very Petty LaBelle. How do we get past those? Petty LaBelle? Yes. Petty LaBelle. I can't, I can't claim that that's one of my good friends' <laughs> phrases. She'll never hear this because she doesn't listen and she shouldn't. But <laughs> Everyone should listen. I'll tell her I said that. Um, no, for real. In future seasons, do they still do this? And are the questions any better? They get better. Do you think they yeah. coach them a bit? Maybe because a lot of this is just Aaron grievances and not really helping get to a decision. We've seen two other seasons like that are beyond this one, and they all all seem pretty. There's also been a lot of petty questions. Yeah, I'm talking about like present day. Okay, you remember Trish's tribal final tribal question at Kagiyan? Did you swear on your father? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh Yeah, or was it worth it? Yes. Yeah, there's always there's always a mix. Uh, some other highlights, of course, was Dave asking which modern influential uh, oh did my you gosh. base your game oh off gosh. of? Hilarious. <laughs> Bangarang. Christy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Christy just tore into him. Yeah. Which was fun. Alex came out in his best Jeff Probst cosplay. <laughs> his cargo pants and blue shirt. Literally from the side, it looked like Jeff. It, 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 it looked very similar. It was confusing. They and cut they, between the two. Yeah, and they had the first um, shot of him was pretty far away, and I genuinely thought it was Jeff. No. <laughs> it was a cluster all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, this like... I, I wonder... I, I want to know, like, how many people went into this. Like, I'm going to ask a question that will actually change my vote or I know who I'm voting for so I'm just going to air grievances. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like most people knew who they were voting for. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think answers my question earlier of Mm -hmm. if you are on the jury long enough to see people play the game do you move past your bitterness? No. You do not. (laughs) In this case at least I think it's a no. So this like yeah was such a weird final tribal because the questions were very odd um, and they like, almost didn't seem like they wanted to try and, like, say the things that would help them win. They, like, answered in such a way that is like, is this even a helpful thing to say? So, really weird final tribal in a, what is overall a really, like, weird season, you know? Um, and I, I don't know how much there was to be gained from what happened, but um, I'll ask each of you what you think is going to happen... Or rather, I'll, I'll ask the two of you with dogs still in the fight oh, to oh, make oh. a case for <laughs> your combatant and then, and then Emily to, <clears throat> to give us your take on what you think is going to happen when the votes shake out. So, Scott, why don't you go first? Um, make your case for Jenna. <clears throat> Jenna has been on the side of the numbers. You should have said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's been on the side of the numbers this entire game. When it was the all-women's tribe at the get- beginning, she was part of that. And when they mixed up tribes, she was carefully executed her way to the numbers there. She did. She's won some challenges. She's, we've figured out she's basically a statistical equal with Matt. <laughs> Homegirl has played the game. Homegirl deserves to win. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Better said than Jenna. Yep. Better said than Jenna. Yeah. Well, she doesn't. Like, she has like the stats that we do. So it's right, sad. right. They're probably just tired. It's harder to honestly. Thirty-nine days, like malnourished. You've lost thirty pounds. Like I'm not thinking. Well, I'm not sure I'd be able to put together that many coherent sentences. Adam, uh, why should Matthew be the winner? You know, I think that Matthew played a really great game. He honestly was 
honest with the majority of the people that he played with. He made a few moments where he wasn't honest, but they were all extremely strategic. It wasn't just laissez-faire. He worked hard in the camp. You know, honesty, integrity, and fishing. I think that really just sums up Matt. <laughs> honesty, integrity, fishing. Plus, he doesn't have a real job. <laughs> H-I-F. He needs the money. He needs that money. <laughs> the, uh, re- the restaurant game isn't going to last much longer. The recession is right around the corner. <laughs> he needs the money. Only they have the foresight that we do. <laughs> if only they were 13 years past. After watching Final Tribal, how do you expect things to go here? Um, I actually think Matthew's in a better position to win, which based on my track record means that Jenna's going to win. (laughs) We'll see. See, Jenna's going to (laughs) win. Adam believes in the power. (laughs) I'm jinxing. Oh, you're jinxing. (laughs) No, I think he had a better... I think they both tried to play like, I didn't screw anyone over too badly in this game, yeah. but then he also was able to draw more on like the way that he's used strategy, and I think a lot more people, based on my personal calculations, a lot more people went after Jenna mm. in their questions. Yeah. So we will see how that plays out. All right, well, let's uh, go ahead and watch the votes be revealed. Wowzers, Bowsers, folks! <laughs> The winner of Survivor <laughs> of the Amazon <laughs> by a final vote of six to one is Jenna Maraska. Six to one? He really only got one vote. One vote from his boy Bush. Yeah, Bush. That's yeah. it? Everyone else voted for Jenna. Gosh. Jenna Maraska, the winner of Survivor of the Amazon. And of course, that means that Scott, having received 60 points here in the final round uh, to Adam's 10 gives you a 50 uh, point victory and the winner of Survivor the Amazon Fantasy Survivor congratulations this is truly <laughs> one of the highlights of my life <laughs> you broke Adam's streak yes his undefeated streak will end at 2 and now you get to be the proud owner of a Zeta Pledge Crown Really, that's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> all the blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> you know, the Zeta Crown's gonna make, make it all worth it. The Zeta Crown. Matthew falls short. Jenna gets the win. Scott, why do you think that Jenna was deserving of the championship? Well, much the same. <laughs> well, do, do you think she was deserving of it? She deserved it, okay? No. <laughs> Um, but like I said before, I feel like she was like always on the side of the numbers, and I feel like she made her run when she had to. So what are you doing? <laughs> my, my ears get hot. <laughs> we got that. So, yes, we got so Adam is disappointed that he didn't win. He put the hood of his sweatshirt up, but so his sad. ears get hot, yeah. so he stuck his ears out, and he looks like Dopey the. Dwarf. Yeah. I am surprised though. Sorry, that totally stole your thought. No, it didn't. But I am surprised that she no, won. No, it didn't. <laughs> it really didn't. Um, I'm surprised that she won six to one though. I figured it'd be. Yeah, sure yeah. That. yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, I would say, I think she clearly, I think she deserved to be there, but I didn't think she deserved to be there that much. But, <laughs> Right, I think that's, that's the thing that gets me about it is I really expected it to be like, it was, was going to be a four to three win. Yeah. Like someone was gonna win, and I mean, and you jinxed me by saying you thought Matt what? was gonna. So. <laughs> oh, victory! <laughs> finally picked something right. <laughs> I think that when most people look back at this season, they think of it as the one that Rob should have won. And he was robbed. Yeah, he was robbed. Rob was robbed. <laughs> A robbed God, <laughs> robbed Rob. <clears throat> um, and so. Yeah, I think that Jenna is not the most, like, respected winner for that reason. But um, when you look at the stats, she performed really well in this season from a numbers perspective. Um, She voted incorrectly only twice in this season, and that was when Heidi got voted out and when Alex got voted out, two of her tightest allies, in a really tight vote. Um, those were the only two times that she voted wrong. Matthew, on the other hand, never voted incorrectly, but you could also make the... Actually, he did in the very first vote, and that was it. I was going to say, he was, like, alliance with 
whatever his yeah, name was. Ryan, Ryan. Ryan and Daniel. But you could, of course, make the, the argument that he just did whatever Rob told him to. And so really, Rob voted incorrectly zero times, and Matthew just followed orders. Mm. But I think perhaps most impressively of um, Jenna's claim to the title is that um, she won four individual immunities. Which um, I was gonna say, she won a lot. Of she won a lot. She's that was not Rob Strand. Yeah, won four individual immunities, which is tied with three other players for the most individual immunity wins of any female player. Mm. Um, she's also the first female in her twenties to win Survivor. Um, she was the youngest, um, youngest. Yeah, at, to this point in the recording of Survivor, the youngest person to have ever won. Twenty one, um, right? Yep, and still to this day um, is the youngest female to have ever won. Hmm. And so, <clears throat> yeah, she, while she doesn't have the kind of standout in your face game that maybe you look for in a winner, um, yeah, her relationships with the people on the jury and her um, physical um, success on the challenges really um, got her there. And, and I think that something that's talked about with winners a lot, especially recently, is like finishing strong, where people can forget or put less weight in the first 30 days compared to the last seven, you know? like, And she really did have her best stretch of the game and the finale tonight. Um, yeah. She came on really strong and, and secured the victory, so... Um, any other takes on Jenna as, as our winner? I, I think this is actually something that we get really hung up on is how bad players are strategically and mm -hmm. the like social and voting out portion of the game that we don't give as much credit as we should to the way they are performing in the immunity challenges. Yeah. Cause like she performed when she needed to perform mm -hmm. and got the protection when she needed the protection. Like, just the stats show that in a way that we, the, if you just look at the way that we've talked about her this entire season, like she sounds like a really bad player, but like if we look at the stats, like right. she did really well at yeah. the end of the day. So like, yeah, I think, I don't know, as, as much as we might think that, as much as we kept saying Rob or Matt, like, I mean, Jenna crushed it. Yeah. Like, no argument. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sweep in the final two immunities. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty good yeah mm -hmm. and she like i don't know we kind of like joked at the point she made but like it she did she has a point in saying that like people in her demographic are definitely like underestimated or viewed a certain way at least in the game of survivor right and for mm. her to come out and um definitely be perceived in the ways that she expected to be perceived and still come out as the winner is yeah it's definitely impressive um, we have to talk about the uh, the vote transportation sequence, mm, yes. which was a good five minutes long. Yep. Yeah, I drew that out. <laughs> I felt like I was on the ski dude with him. It was a lot. <laughs> Scott, would you explain to our listeners what this sequence was? Yeah, so we do the final vote. Like the jury, we're in the Amazon. Jury votes. Jeff tallies the votes. He says, before you know, before he reads them off, he says, yeah, we're going to do this in the United States, and I'll see you there. He exits out a back door, heads to what I'm assuming is the ocean. <laughs> it could be the river. I don't know. It is a big river. A titular river. <laughs> I'm not here to talk geography. Um, and he hops on a ski-doo, and he rides off into the night. Which, to you and Adam's credit, we call did that. call the ski yeah. We call that. And then we have a like day sequence it went from like night to day and we mm -hmm. had the clouds and everything and then it's jeff cruising into new york city he passes a big boat he did pass a big boat and everybody was <laughs> waving at him while he was on the ski do and he you know cruises into like the hudson bay mm -hmm. and he pays stops in front of he stops in front of the statue of liberty pays at one his point. respects to lady liberty yeah we are in a, we are in a post 9-11 world he pays his respects <laughs> And he makes his way. He makes his way to the subway. Yes, which I forget who, but some Twitter user did um, make it known that the the really odd 
sequence of Jeff riding on the subway, first barely making it in the door <laughs> to the subway, and then riding it was removed from the sequence on CBS All Access, so we found it on YouTube. Thank you to that Twitter hero. <laughs> Um, carry on. Yeah, so then he rides the subway, gets off, and he makes his way to the, um, I forget the name of the theater. It's where Letterman... It was yeah. Ed Sullivan Theater. Ed Sullivan Theater, theater yeah. Ed Sullivan. And then, there you go. But, so, <clears throat> you made a comment that you think that they cut out the sequence because they lost the rights to the, the, the people, the releases for the people that are on the subway. They could, man. The implication of that is that they filmed that... <laughs> like 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 Jeff is waiting outside the subway doors, <laughs> waiting for them to start closing, yeah. and then runs to them. It's not a staged thing. It could, I mean, it could be. Man, <laughs> that, is, that is my favorite thought in the world. Also, <laughs> that a camera crew and Jeff Probst carrying a basket with the votes in it is just standing outside the subway doors, okay, okay. waiting to run to it. Any minute now. Also, <laughs> also uh, they've got a camera on the subway. Right. So, like, he misses what it. if you got in the wrong car? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. These are the questions that we need to know the answers yes. to. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, come on. What are you afraid to come on the show? <laughs> yeah, Jeff Probst, come on out, watch. You won't. You won't. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> he really won't. He definitely won't. <laughs> uh, that just about does it for our Amazon coverage. Yes. <laughs> The photos are bad. Yeah, this happened last time. <laughs> Same photos, y'all. Is it, do you still have like a baby picture up here? Yes. It's not baby, it's pre-teen. That is what you say. In two years, I will be doing fantasies for my This This season was a weird one. Um, and honestly, like, I... It, this is a season that is, like, well-regarded, right? By, like, most rankings, it's top ten. Both of the ones we're looking at here have it as number seven all-time. I don't see it. Mm. I don't see it. This is, like, maybe a mid-tier season for me. I get it that, like... Love it. Yeah, Rob is, like, a very um, intriguing and, like, magnetic personality. Um, there's, like, big survivor moments in the history of it, but, like... Strategy and gameplay, it's, like, very low for everyone other than Rob. Um, there's lots of stuff that's hard to watch, especially in a world where Survivor is post-Island of the Idols and is, like, far more sensitive to this sort of thing now. Mm. Um, I don't know. I didn't love it. Glad to be done with it, truthfully. <laughs> I, I would say of all the seasons we've done on the show... This is definitely a top three season for me. <laughs> yeah. In that it's number three. <laughs> uh, this is a good time to break out our proprietary rankings, though. We've done three seasons. Um, Pearl Islands, Kageon, and Amazon. Adam, if you're to rank the three, what order would you put them in? Kageon, Pearl Islands, Amazon. Emily? I would say the same thing. This one's definitely number three. Yeah. Right. Sure. It's think, number five if I could do that, but I... Yeah, I think Pearl Islands I loved because it was our first season, and also that's the one that I have the most memory of watching. Right, there's a nostalgia to it. Yeah. So it has those factors, but in terms of gameplay, it's probably number two. Kagayan was just so good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kagayan was like, it was just a really fun season. Yeah. yeah. And there were a lot of big personalities, so it was very memorable. And I agree with you guys. I think this is definitely probably the third of the three that we've yeah. Yeah, I would I would co-sign that. I, I Cognion may be my favorite season of all time. Yeah. It's just so fun. It's a it's gonna be a tough one to beat. Yeah. Like I, I Yeah. What I appreciate about Cognion now too, having watched some of these older ones, is that it has a lot of the elements of a really good old school season where it's like a final two and like there's tons of idols and advantages, but you feel like the winners and the people that make it deep aren't there because they just like maneuver the like advantage realm so that they get there um lots of great like story and um survival stuff going on too loved Kageyan. uh glad to be done with amazon <clears throat> looking at wedding photos on the screen <laughs> 
Uh, any closing <laughs> any closing thoughts for the Amazon before we talk about what's coming up next for Outwatch? Glad it's done. <laughs> what's next? Uh, first of all, Scott, congratulations formally on your Woo! Congrats. Congrats. Scott will receive a Zeta Pledge crown, and we'll get the third pick in next season's draft. Now everyone can stop saying that it's rigged, because <laughs> it's rigged. <laughs> the next Survivor season we're going to watch is Survivor Millennials versus Gen X. Oh. This is season 33, so this is a more recent one. This is the most recent one we've seen yet. Um, this is one of my, I would say this is my favorite season of the 30s. Da this one or David versus Goliath are both very good, but I think this one edges it out for me. Um, Scott, did you watch this one, didn't you? I started it. Okay. Um, we may have to R in Jesus because I may. Okay. I think okay. I know who wins. Okay. Um, so I will R in Jesus. Scott's gonna. Scott's gonna claim R in Jesus. I don't know anything else about the season. Okay. But I will. So, so this is this is Survivor getting into an era where it's not about the location, it's about the novelty Correct. of who's playing. Yeah, this is in the Fiji era. So I think, I'm trying to think, I think 33 is the first one where they set up shop in Fiji for the foreseeable future. So mm -hmm. I think for Millennials First Gen X on, they're in the same series of beaches and islands. And the, the theme changes based on like a theme rather than a location. Mm -hmm. Yep. Did they feel like Gen X was more of an adversary than, like, boomers? Or did they think <laughs> the boomers couldn't keep up? Boomers just probably couldn't keep up. <laughs> Can you imagine millennials versus boomers? Versus boomers. <laughs> It'd be too bad that it wasn't, like, during the OK Boomer. Right. <laughs> I, will, I will say, like, my knowledge of this season coming up is I think they picked as stereotypic of the generation mm. yeah. as they possibly could. Can't yeah. wait. Not in yeah. a good way. Can't I wait. I, yeah, I feel like they would have to in order to really, really... Because the whole, the whole point of this, up, of this next season that we're doing is it's the novelty of who's playing. Yeah. So you have to like really yeah. hit yeah. those. And we are a room full of millennials, so I feel like it's yeah. going like to go well. Yeah. <laughs> Why I love this season was... Um, this is one of the best casted seasons, I think, um, of this era. There's like... Tons of just really fun, entertaining, like, well-casted people on the show. Um, I think the gameplay is at a really, really high level. Um, and I really do think the theme works really well. A lot of these, like, thematic themes in this era, some of them are, like, big swings and misses. Um, the worst of all probably being heroes versus healers versus hustlers. No. Nope. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah that that's a real one. That's a real thing. It was a real one. It was, it was a <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> is it doctors? Are there just doctors and nurses on the healers? Um, hold on. I'm gonna have to find it. It's 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 police, it's police officers <laughs> and firefighters and the heroes. Uh huh. And then it's doctors and nurses and the healers. It's very <laughs> ambiguous. And, and like <clears throat> stockbrokers and hustlers. Drivers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's people with a side hustle. In the, in the, <laughs> all those high school girls that do like. Um, like this, yeah, <laughs> like the pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. The, MLMs. the people, the people on the healers tribe. Here are their professions. They were a social worker, a nurse practitioner, a physical therapist, Ooh. a wilderness therapy guide, a probation officer, and a urologist. I bet the PT one. I lost. What was that category? That was the healers. healers. The PT definitely. The heroes the were nose, right? were an Olympian an NFL player, a firefighter, a lifeguard, an actuary, <laughs> an actuary? Oh my. and a Marine. And our hustlers were a diversity advocate, a small business owner, a celebrity assistant, a fisherman, a surf instructor, and a bellhop. It's a bad theme. So that's just, are hustlers are just people with normal jobs. I feel yes. like they just—they needed another H word, and they were like, I don't know, uh, hustlers. We've already—we've we, probably already done something with hippies, so we can't do that. There was um, one. It was uh, oh, was this worlds apart? It was worlds apart, where it was white collar, blue collar, no collar. <laughs> When you hear ah, when, when you hear Jeff oh. talk about these things, it's hilarious because he like buys into them so fully, and everyone else is like, "What are you talking about?" 
So anyway, Millennials vs. Gen X is next. I'm really excited for this one. Um, we may have a special mini-series in the meantime, TBD. And also you can be on the lookout for a special one-off podcast I did with friend of the show, Elizabeth, where we draft our all-time Survivor Eras tribes for a theoretical season where we split into four tribes from each series of 10 episodes and picked who we think would best represent each era. Um, making our final cut for the uh, seasons one through 10 era were two people from this, this season we just watched in Rob and uh, Queena. Ah, Queena. So. She should have been named and he deserved to be sitting there. There's a little spoiler for the next episode. Thank you for listening to our recap of Survivor the Amazon. Wait, who got the most MVPs? Oh, great question. <clears throat> well, we didn't name one for this finale. I assume that Jenna, Jenna yeah, probably received them. Um, she got a million dollars. She doesn't need an MVP. I vote Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Excluding this last episode, Matthew and Rob both had 10 MVPs. How much does Jenna have? Five. Man, we really did Dina not have? give Jenna much credit. Like Dana Dina had eight in like a way fewer episodes. Yeah, in way else. fewer episodes. She dominated the Yeah, she did. She year. went. Yeah. This just like... Gone too soon. I'm really blown away by these stats. I'm like, this is really getting to me that like... It, it just... Makes like, you really question our inherent biases, huh? Yeah. Like yes. why... <laughs> like we, we need our fans to keep us... Keep us honest. Because yes. <laughs> Without spoiling. You can spoil stuff, it's fine. Just do I it before I get the, the draft, so. that way. All right, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>